Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yeah, could I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? And does this smell good? Wolfen down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Luke. Hey boy. Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination. Alright, it is Wolf and Down Your Lunch. It's noon on a Friday. Actually, Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Wolf over to Hound and Barbecue. Literally. Wolfing down your lunch. A great thing came out of oh. us talking about wanting barbecue yesterday because of the draft. Oh, the drafts in Kansas City. <laughs> you were laughing about some place in Kansas City. I was like, Wolf, I need barbecue to go on. Orn and Jace just brought us barbecue. <laughs> it is the, the best barbecue. barbecue. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And now I'm seeing everybody in the newsroom take all the barbecue. So i got to get back out there. We're going to get through the segments. <laughs> all right. Uh, it is Wolfing Down Your Lunch. Aaron Maloney is here with all of today's top sports stories. Aaron? So after trading down from number three, the Cardinals moved back up to draft Ohio State offensive lineman Paris Johnson at number six. Here's Monty Austinfort on the sixth pick. Paris comes from a great program at Ohio State. Uh, Coach Day runs a great program there, and and uh, we know that we're getting the right type of tough football players that come out of there. You know, Paris Paris has experience playing guard. Um, he started this year at left tackle. Um, you know, so you know Paris is, and most importantly, Paris is made up of the, the right kind of football character. Um, he's, he's an impressive kid. He's he's mature. He's accountable. He's dependable. He's smart. Um, you know, and, and we're excited to add Paris the person as much as we are to add Paris the football player. And then you guys had former Cardinals center AQ Shipley on, and you guys got his thoughts. I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be really good. He's athletic. I I, I I like the physicality more of the kid from Tennessee, Darnell Wright. But um, I think this kid's got everything. I had my comp as DJ Humphreys, and if you get DJ Humphreys out of this kid, I mean, that's a, that's a win every day of the week, I feel like. What do you think of the pick? Well, I, I I like the movement to get to the pick even more than the pick itself because you need to open more doors, and Monty Austinfort was able to do that last night down the line, potential top five pick next year's draft, and probably a high third-round pick in next year's draft as well. But let's not get lost in all of that, the fact that they did get the guy that most people consider the best offensive lineman in this draft, too. So many times it feels like in the past we've seen, and it's not just the Cardinals, but you see teams reach for some guy that's like, yeah, you maybe could have got him like 15, 20 picks later. That wasn't the case with him. Paris Johnson's widely considered a top 10, you know, fringe top five pick in this draft, and they got him. For me, this was just brilliant. It really was from Monty Austin for it right now to, tr- to trade down and then trade back up and get the best offensive lineman in this draft, at least. That's the way I feel. Again, you got to prove it, Paris. You got to prove it. You're a rookie. You got to come in here. You got to prove it. This is a meritocracy. But from my perspective, he's the best offensive lineman in the draft. And you move back up and you got a first and a third out of it, basically. <laughs> That's just brilliant. And well done by Monty Austinfort. And I love Paris Johnson Jr. and expect him to start his rookie year right from game one. So our Sanderson Ford poll question is up now at ArizonaSports.com and Wolf actually made this poll. It asks, what grade do you give the Cardinals for their draft day trades and selection of <laughs> offensive linemen Paris Johnson Jr.? <laughs> That's so funny, man. A, B, C, D, or F. Wolf, you know I hate doing these grades. 
Why do you keep coming up with them? Yeah. It's just so funny, Joe. Relentless. Wolf was like, hey, can we do another grade poll on the show today? And we're like, fine. So funny, I forgot to laugh. Uh, okay, I need clarification. Does this include the tampering trade with the Eagles, or is this just straight up trading oh, for the Because if it's just the why trade... Why is everything there's always an asterisk well, on the I, first... Because if it's, just, if it's just the trades of, of the number three overall pick, it is a clear A. All right, then take that. Okay, then it's a clear A. If it's just trading from three to 12 to six, you know what? All, it's definitely an A. I, I'm, I'm really hoping that Paris Johnson Jr. right now is listening to me. I hope he's listening right now. Because you know what, Paris? It's a B. <laughs> I'm giving you a B, Paris. What are you going to do about it? This guy over here giving people Bs Trying on a Friday. To motive him. So 44% <laughs> say B. Oh, 32% okay. say A, 17% C, 4% F, 4% D. But if it's just for the draft day trades, don't you think everybody's given a B because of the Eagle stuff? Too? See, this is why I don't buy it that you don't like grades, Wolf. No, what are you doing? Are you, somebody, they, they really, the best offensive lineman in the draft by most people's account? You're going to give them a beef? Well, but it's the <laughs> trades, too. Yeah, but the trades, we got a first-round pick is going to be a top-five you pick. You know what I think happened is they were just listening to the Wolf and Luke show, and they were just <laughs> listening to you stand on the table yeah. for Will Anderson. Yeah, I know. You know what I do? I, I that, that hurts, but it was also the realization they've got a lot more needs than Edge. A lot more. Arizona Cardinals general manager Monty Austinfort said last night he does not foresee dealing wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins during the NFL draft. Absolutely. DeAndre's a Cardinal. So DeAndre's a Cardinal and um, we're moving forward. <laughs> I, I, I don't I mean, I'm technically not, he's not I don't lying. mean to laugh. It makes me laugh, though. It does. <laughs> well, I, I think he's posturing. That's what I think he's doing. I think he's posturing. I, what are you talking about? But we're going to eat the entire salary. Let me put my He's three going to years, play for us. My three years of law school to use here, okay? Okay. <laughs> I never went to law school. But let me just let me just attach I, I this totally like an attorney. I know, I know. <laughs> you looked at me like, wait a minute, do I need to watch what I'm saying around you? Um, he's not lying. DeAndre Hopkins is an Arizona Cardinal. Yes. And they are moving forward. Yes. That's it. What are you going to do about it? DeAndre Hopkins might not be an Arizona Cardinal in three and a half hours. But right now, DeAndre Hopkins is a Cardinal, and they are attempting to move forward. That's right. So there you go. And then really quickly, guys, we only have about 30 seconds, but the Phoenix Suns are gearing up to take on the Nuggets tomorrow in Game 1 in their second-round series. What do you want to see? One thing. Let's go. 15 seconds well, each. I want to see DeAndre Ayton. Be Ayton. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I'm not going to add anything to that. I, uh, except I'm not I hate either. I never hate my young crunks. Never hating, hate. hating. Yes. Okay, I would like to see some actual dominating with the Tesla battery. Like, let's go. This would be a good time to do that against Nicole DA, Jokic. That, that is what I'm going to watch, DeAndre Ayton. All right, that was Wolf and Downey Lunch. Thank you, Aaron. Also, thank you to Orrin and Jace for bringing us this barbecue that I'm about to eat in five seconds if I can just get the break. Hey, Orrin and Jace, thank you so much, man. Seriously, God man. bless you and yeah. the Naked Q. Bunch of hot links just sitting here right now. This is fantastic. Uh, the Cardinals just drafted All-American offensive lineman Paris Johnson Jr. with the sixth pick in the draft, and we are giving you the chance to be the first to own his jersey in the new Cardinals threads. Just text DRAFT to 620-620 for your chance to win a Paris Johnson Jr. new Cardinals jersey. Again, that's draft 
draft to 620-620. Coming up next, all right, who is Paris Johnson Jr.? Well, uh, we're going to go live to Cardinals headquarters in Tempe for the first round picks introductory press conference next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke Middays, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Hi, welcome back to the show. It is Wolf and Luke on a Friday afternoon. Of course, the second and third rounds of the draft are tonight. Cardinals moved all around and then took Paris Johnson Jr. with the sixth pick in the first round last night. Wolf, he's going to be walking up to the podium here shortly, and when he does, we'll go out to Cardinals headquarters to uh, to get his initial introductory press conference to uh, to the Valley. Really can't wait to hear Paris Johnson Jr. Um, this is a kid that has accomplished so much already. Um, this is a kid that is the threefold nature of man, body, soul, and spirit complete. A, a kid that has made a lot of great decisions in his life. So this is really, really cool. Can't wait to hear what he has to say. Yeah, a unique personality, like in a good way. How much we talked about Will Anderson and and how much, okay, on top of all the football stuff with Will Anderson, look at the person this guy is. By all accounts, it seems like that could be said for Paris Johnson Jr. as well. And uh, in case you missed it last night, Paris Johnson Sr. was once a member of the Arizona Cardinals. How about that? Yeah, I know. That's 1999. I didn't even realize it until Paris Johnson Jr. pointed it out last night. Yes, 1999. So I think it was 99. Yeah, you're right. right. Okay, great. I love that. I remembered it, ladies and gentlemen. It's great. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you, you stop and think about this, too. He reminds me so much of Max Stark somebody we all know and love here. Uh, just a huge specimen, a big guy, of course, long, and also a guy who's really, really smart, and that's who I see in Paris Johnson Jr. Well, and you you were talking about this earlier, um, and then we had A.Q. Shipley on as well. You, you don't... You don't uh doesn't mean you can't take more offensive linemen in this draft, too. But right now, this is the guy you're building around up front. And here is Paris Johnson Jr. at Cardinals headquarters. Um, and his family and close to, close people to him got him uh, got him here this morning. They had a great, great couple days in Kansas City, great event for them. And we are very excited to have him here. You know, Paris had a, had a great career at Ohio State. And we are very excited to add him to the Cardinals family. Paris has, like I said last night, Paris has impressed us every step of the way as a football player and even more importantly as a person. Uh, Paris is exactly what we're looking for in terms of the makeup of a player. And we are excited to have him join our organization. So without further ado, I'd like to bring Paris Johnson Jr., the newest member of the Arizona Cardinals, to the stage. General Manager Monty Austin Ford and Head Coach Jonathan Gannon. The obligatory picture taken before we actually hear from Johnson himself. He addressed the media in Kansas City and then on a conference call late last night. But now we hear from him live in person. Uh, I mean, um, this is awesome. I mean, I feel like all the work that um, that has been done, not only for myself, but um, from my mom right here, um, you know, she's the first one to and 
invest in me, you know, so first I want to thank you, especially for all you've done, and I want to thank all my family who came here today, and Adam, I appreciate everything you've done, and second off, I, I, I want to thank you guys, I, um, but Mr. Bidwell, Coach um, JG, and um, Mr. Monty, I mean, I mean to, to, to get the call from you guys, life-changing, you know, and to be here, to be in Arizona, um, to be a Cardinal, I mean, I, 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 I say I'm a Cardinal with pride, you know, so to be a, be, a part, be a part of this team is amazing, so thank you. Well, with that, we'll open up for questions. If you have them, just raise your hand. Uh, Amani has a mic here, and Mike has a mic. Yeah, just, if you wouldn't mind identifying yourself, ask a question. Hey, Josh Weinfuss with ESPN. Um, you seen yesterday on the on, when we talked to you after the draft that you had watched a lot of film of Kyler playing with CJ in college. How did that prepare you to play with a quarterback who's Kyler's ask? Yes, so um, I would say the play style between. The CJ and, and um, K1 is different, but I would say again, um, playing they're both elite quarterbacks, and yet uh, my freshman year I did have time to play with Justin Fields, and I would say his game reflects the qualities that you know Kyler has. So I think playing with two uh, two guys who are elite guys at quarterback and then to come here with another guy who's already established um, again he's he has the ability to stay in a pocket to make crazy throws but he has the ability to extend plays unlike any other quarterback in the league so I mean so that transition from going from two elite quarterbacks with different play styles to having somebody with a, a blend of both you know with, with a great speed and, and athleticism I mean but that's what you want as an offensive lineman you know what I mean so I'm hyped that's what you want you know <laughs> Uh, Paris, Richard Science, Fox 10 Phoenix, welcome. Welcome to the Valley. Um, you. You, you, you talked about you know, wanting to be an Arizona Cardinal. It's obvious the organization wanted you. What goes through your mind when you hear Kyler Murray wanted you? And, and just take us through the, the first time you met him and you, you kind of found out that, that he wanted you to be a Cardinal too. What does that mean to you when the franchise quarterback says, I want this guy? Yeah, I mean, that's huge. And I, I mean, I, I don't take that him... Wanting me to come here for well, granted. I mean, I'm, I'm my, my top 30 visit. I got some food here. Walking through um, um, this hallway, it's hallway over here, and I, I I look around a corner. I see him. I give him a head, and I'm trying to act all cool. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to act a fanboy. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, you know, it was good. And then he's like, Hey, Pete, come here. I'm like, Yo, he knows me. Type thing. So I'm walking over. I'll show you. I'm walking over. I'm texting my teammate. Um, Luke Whipple, I'm like, dude, Kyle Murray, he knows who I am. You know what I mean? So, um, so I'm acting all cool and texting him. And I was like, yo, what's up? He's like, Paris, you know, I've seen you play. I've seen your pro day. I've seen all this. And he's like, I like love what I see. I see how hard you play, the tenacity, the finish. And I would love for you to block for me. And I think just coming from a franchise guy, he said it before I had a chance to say it'd be an honor to play for him. Like he, he said it first, come out of his mouth first. Man, that's huge. Like, that's an honor, you know, and, and I respect that. So... That's, that's amazing. Hey, Paris. Uh, Darren Urban from azcardinals.com. Um, you said yesterday, and I'm sure you're always going to say it, you don't care where they play you, but just kind of where is your mindset in terms of coming in this season, uh, playing right away? I, I saw that you got a chance to talk a little bit to DJ Humphreys when you walked in the door. Just kind of where are you? I know you're going to say you'll do whatever they want, but what, what do you want? 
I want to play. That is, that is all I want to do. You know, um, I've expressed to Mr. Monty, you know, if I got to play free safety, I would play free safety. You know what I mean? You know, like I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, I am here to help the team win. You know, it's all about the team. Right. And then when a team wins, every individual person wins. So whether I'm at guard, whether whether I'm at tackle on the right or the left side, it does not matter. They teach me how to snap, get a six, six center. I'm a rock out at it. You know what I mean? Just because that's, that's what I want to do. So it doesn't really matter to me. Hey, Paris, Howard Balzer, PHNX. And I know when in high school you got the Anthony Munoz award who played for the Bengals. Now you worked a little with Willie Anderson who was with the Bengals and of course Orlando Pace with the legacy at Ohio State. Could you speak to that in terms of your development? Did you ever have contact with Orlando and how much that meant to you as you developed? Yeah, so I mean for, for a person I feel like um, I've had limited time as an offensive lineman compared to how I've played the game, played against since I was five. I wasn't a lineman until I was a sophomore in high school. But God has put so many elite people in my path where uh, I trained with Munoz. I've trained with um, Coach Paul Alexander. I've trained with Willie Anderson. You know what I mean? Um, I've, I've, I've got to talk with Whitworth. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many legendary guys that um, I've been around in such short time period. And it was great that the first technique things I learned happened to be from these legendary guys. You know, I wouldn't say that's not a, that's not a bad way to start as an offensive lineman, you know. Hey, Paris, Julia Lopez, 3TV, CBS 5. Welcome to the Valley. Um, what has been the last 24 hours been like for you? Just getting that phone call, the emotion, the feeling, and then getting over here. What has it been like for you? Fast. Everything's felt fast. I mean, like, um, all the thoughts just, like, racing in my head. Like, this morning, like, for me, it takes, it takes a minute for me to, to, to process stuff. Like, I woke up this morning, and I saw, like, my hat. I saw this hat laying in a grandma's hotel room. I stared at it as soon as I got up, and I was like, wow, like, I'm a cardinal. Like, it's go cards now. It's not go bucks. Like, for me, it takes time to wear just like, like that. Like, that's the culture. Like, I'm really a part of this. You know what I mean? Um, like, so, for me, it's been a... The whirlwind, but it's all been great. It's all been what I wanted, so it's, I'm happy. My mom is happy. She's waited 24 years for this. You know what I mean? Um, since my dad was last here, so I mean, now it's time to do this thing right. You know, it's the mentality. Paris, you, we kind of touched on this with you last night on the conference call, but you're, you seem like a fairly re- well-rounded individual. Um, why is that? And has that have your has your focus gotten more narrow towards football, or do you kind of consider yourself still pretty well rounded? I mean, I feel like I can be a well rounded football player. I mean, I think everything I do stems from the game of football. You know, what I do with my foundation, um, from what I time spent my family, our whole world is football. I mean, my, my sister, she spent one of her birthdays on an official visit at LSU. That's as football as it gets, you know, eating cake in a football facility. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I, I am a football guy. That's what, that's what my whole family has been, you know. Um, you told Monty that you wanted to finish what your dad started. Mm-hmm. Now that you're in the building, what's it like being here where he started his NFL career? Crazy. I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy um, to say that yeah, now I'm a Cardinal. Um, I mean, to... To be in here 
Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just with the energies, it's not just the fact that he played here that, that, that gives energy, but I feel like with the, the staff that's in the building, which was so cool, I realized my, my, my visit here, is that it's like a really young coaching staff who's came from all over the country who are like, like winners of all other types of franchises and they come here and they're coming with juice and energy. So not only am I, I not only is it my family's the second time in this facility, but man, it's just like buzzing with juice and energy and like everyone's hustling and competing. Like, so to be in that environment, like that's what you want, you know, like you know, it's not, there's no laid back mentality here. Like people are wanting to work and people are walking the facility, you know, are ready to go, you know, so that's awesome. Hey, Jose Romero, Arizona Republic. Welcome. Um, this uh, you know, we read a lot about. You know the, the community service work you've done. Um, do you ex- are you excited to get it going here? And where does the spirit of that for you come from? Uh, where does the the drive to do to help people come from for you? Yes. Yeah, so I'm excited to be able to um, impact um, the the. Um, the neighborhoods around here and to, to be able to be around the people that live here in, in the city. Um, you know, um, my focus ultimately is what I do here in this facility. So, so I'm, I'm grateful I have my mom who works as hard as she does. So, you know, this, this preseason, this season, I'm all in on ball, you know, because that's where everything starts from, like I said earlier. And then maybe in the postseason on my own time, I might have time on training to be able to get more hands-on. But, I mean, I feel like the feeling of being able to give back is that my mom instilled that when you pour into, when you pour into something, when you pour into somebody's life and you pour into something that's great, and the Bible says you get that back tenfold, right? So my mom's continued to invest in a whole bunch of things, right? And she always believed that we'd get it back at some point. So to me, there, there are people who have invested in my mom and in me to help me to, 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 get, to get this point, to be at this podium. So now I feel like it's only right for me to pass that on. You know, it's how you pass the game down. I learned that from my mom in the football world. I learned that from, like, Willie Anderson um, by helping me out all the time. I'll go down to Atlanta. He flies up. Columbus, he, he trained down at the Pensacola with me every day just because that's him. At least that's how he passes the game down to the next generation because somebody was there with him the entire way, too. You know what I mean? Hey, Paris, um, you've referenced your teammate Luke last night and today, and we know that Kyler did some lobbying for you. So have you lobbied any of the guys here to pick Luke at some point in this draft? That was going to be the plan right after this meeting to talk about my guy, Luke. (laughs) But now that we're talking about him, you know, he would love to be here. (laughs) I just got off the phone with him earlier. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, hi, Paris. Uh, Robbie Baker with Fox 10. Welcome to the Valley. We're excited you. to have you here. Uh, you can see your, your energy and your excitement and passion to be a member of this organization. How excited are you to work with your new head coach, Jonathan Gannon, that is, we've come to know as a very high-energy guy, too? Very high energy, and I, that's what I love is that I, like, I could feel his involvement with the team and then in our um, the. The meeting, I don't want to discuss the details of what, what we talked about, but like one thing that I noticed is that his passion to really, um, like his, his passion to develop guys and to get guys in the building who want the same thing as him, which is establish a, a winning culture, you know? And his thing was, you know, those guys that don't have that a winning mentality are not going to be here. You know what I mean? And that's all he wants. I like playing for coaches who are hungry and they want the one thing is uh, like for you to fight and for you to um, just go hard and then 
from there you're going to develop your technique and all that stuff along the way with your coaches. But if you're not, if you don't care about the passion of of winning, celebrating your teammates and like the team success, then. That's, that's not that's, that's, that's not that's not the culture here, and I think that's the vibe that I got from you in our meeting. So I mean, along with the high energy, and he, he's funny, you know. So he's, he's super funny, you know. He, he's, and he's from Ohio, so that's my guy, you know. He's from Ohio. Harris <laughs> Cameron Cox, Twelve News. Welcome to the Valley. Thank Can you, you just tell us more about the type of football player you are? And then I was noticing this more like a quick Google search of you. The pictures that come up, you always meet the running back in the end zone. Yeah. And then you're using like jumping on his shoulders, getting like four feet off the ground. Yeah. Is that just your celebration when you score a touchdown? Yeah. So one, I feel like the type of player I am. I feel like I play with violence. I feel like that's how I like to play. It's how I like to set the tone. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like um, I like to shock people with speed. You know what I mean? I'm not a 300 and I'm not 390 pounds where I can just walk towards you slowly and just maul you. I am speed to power. You know what I mean? It'll generate the power through this, this the strength that I have. And I face how I play the game and I play to finish. You know what I mean? The speed that I have, the athleticism that I have, I play to finish to drive you and I don't stop. You know what I mean? The ability to uh, redirect. I think those are all the gifts and the qualities that I, I have to add to this game. And um, honestly, I do like to show off a little bit of athleticism when I, I try to run down and meet the running back, try to jump over him. And I always think, you know what? I want to hurdle him because I'm getting high enough to hurdle him. But I'm like, how unfortunate would it be if I, these are your thoughts out of my head, like if I hurdled him and like I hit him in the back of the helmet. And he face plants, and he's out the game. That looks really bad, so that's why I just jump on his shoulders, and I just hop off. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> Harris, with all the coincidences there have been, some would say some are meant to be. What's the story about when you were here on your visit in the condo uh, that yeah. you took a picture of, and what? what that turned out to be yeah so we're just driving in um to, to start the visit and i'm chilling I'm chilling in the front seat so i see I see some condos i'm starting to turn into the building maybe like before we get the train tracks i take some i take a picture of it I said to my mom I'm like yo you see this condo building it has a really distinct uh, rooftop it was kind of cool and um because like the rooftops in ohio don't look like this you know <laughs> so i took a picture and um she texted me back like 20 minutes later i mean, I mean my breakfast and she's like wow it's the same condo that you know that me and your dad lived in like played here like to me that's so cool and like um so something else last night um um right before the um the draft started when, when all the players walk on the stage um I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm, 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 I'm in line. I'm in line before we do the national anthem and everything. And um, we do that. We, we, and then we, like, walk back down. And I see Aeneas Williams. And um, to my dad, he was a mentor to my dad when they played here together for my dad's year for like a year and a half. And he, like, mentored my dad, tried to get him involved in the community. He tried to get him to stay um, disciplined on the field. You know what I mean? And so I saw him. Adapt him up. I was like, hey, what's going on? He was like, hey, we're going to do this thing right. And I looked at him, and I was like, yeah. You know, I don't know. He's, I was like, because this is before the draft. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. And then I go back in the room, and then I, I, then I, I come back out. I walk across stage. I, I get the jersey, and then I walk down, and he's, and he's one of the people, like, who's 
like coincidence to, to the where, where, where all the, the the bird gang fans are, and um, I'm, I'm walking down. He passed me on the back. He's like, "Told you." <laughs> you know, so it's little stuff like that. Like for him to be there for my dad. You know, my dad was. Not, if anybody in the building was around, he was here. He's not the best listener. You know what I mean? So for me, I take it as a lesson learned, full circle moment. I feel like that's the guy as I build a relationship with him. You know, maybe that can be a guy who can teach me about his experience. Follow like he's a Hall of Fame dude. He, like, he's a legendary Cardinal. You know what I mean? So I think that full circle moment. Like, what are the odds out of all the Hall of Fame dudes there are? He was the only one that was. Right next to the stage of the draft, he's the only one there, you know, with a gold jacket on, so I mean, thought it was cool. That's a great one to end on. Thank you. I'll do this with you. Thank you. All right, that's uh, Paris Johnson Jr.'s introductory press conference right there, Wolf. Man. Oh, yeah. Very, very impressed. Some, with some this genuine young guy. enthusiasm to be here, right there. There's no doubt about it. Um, this guy, a young, affable dude who's very, very strong. I love the fact that he's not afraid uh, to show you his human side. He's not afraid to show you that at all. I thought he was incredibly intelligent, articulate, of course. Um, he had a passion, and you can hear it. He's got a passion for the game. He's checking all the boxes right now. Now all he needs to do is pop the mouth guard in and go out and bury somebody. Well, here, let me let me just uh, let me put it this way. I was impressed by – I know everybody says, like, oh, I'm so happy to be here when they get drafted no matter where they are. He's got ties here. He, he detailed his ties yeah. to the Valley. And, uh, and that was genuine enthusiasm. That was not an act. Like, this dude's excited to be here, which is refreshing for the Cardinals with, with the way things have gone. That, that was a breath of fresh air. Agreed. Uh, uh, but I know what stood out to you was when he said, uh, I'm ready to play with violence. Yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> I, you didn't need to I write it that down. Ding! Let's check that box. <laughs> can we do that, please? Somebody give me a Sharpie so we can check that box permanently. Um, yeah, you know what? Listen, he's got to do it, Basin Onions. He's got to do it. You, you can talk all you want, but he's got to do it. But it starts with a thought. It starts with you accepting that thought and then articulating it and saying it to everybody else what it is that you're going to do. He's saying, you know what? I, I feel like I play with violence. Now, <laughs> Boy, the V word once again getting thrown around out there. Yeah. You got to understand when he's it's, he's talking about within the context of playing the game of football. Of so course, everybody on the Cardinals, you have to understand when you when you talk about playing with violence, Wolf sits up like oh, very man. alertly in his chair and looks around every time. Can I tell you why though, Luke? Because there there are guys even back when I played. Back when I played, I can't stand saying that, but it's the truth. Even back when I played, um, there. There were guys who played in a not-so-violent kind of way. Let's put it that way. And, um, you know, there there are a lot more guys who play in a not-so-violent kind of way today than there was back then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can I tell fair. you that right yeah. now? So when I hear somebody say that, um, it starts with a thought, based on and then it moves to your mouth, and you've got to declare it. Now go do it. How about this? And this is not necessarily even what they're going to do on the field, but from what we've heard from Paris Johnson Jr., outspoken guy, right? There's some personality there for sure. What's going to happen when he's been hanging around DJ Humphreys for two years? Oh, yeah. Those well, two? 
It's going to be like open mic night for those two. Yeah, you know, that, I, this is a real possibility right here. This is a real possibility. DJ Humphreys at left tackle. Paris Johnson Jr. at left guard. That makes Will Hernandez sense. at right guard. And Calvin Beecham. Beecham at right tackle. And center is... Center, we're going to have to find something. <laughs> Ryan Kelly, Ryan Kelly, please. <laughs> I don't know that you're getting Ryan I, Kelly no, now. Just, I know, but we'll see how this unfolds right here. And I'm, I'm very, very excited to see what this kid is going to be able to develop into. He did say he was willing to uh, play whatever position they needed, including free safety. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> guessing that uh, if they had to... I don't know, I mean... And, you couldn't really move play. him over to center. That is, that is all I want to do. You know, um, I've expressed a, a Mr. Monty. You know, if I got to play free safety, I would play free safety. You know what I mean? You know, like I just. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like um, I am here to help the team win. You know, it's all about the team, right? And then when a team wins, every individual person wins. So whether I'm at guard, whether whether I'm at tackle on the right or the left side, it does not matter. They teach me how to snap, get a six six center. I'm a rock out at it. You know what I mean? Just because that's that's what I want to do. So it doesn't really matter to me. You know, one of the things too that I talk about all the time in regard to the game of football is just how awesome it is when you line up and you run the ball and the other team can't stop you. This is this is where I think. JG is headed. This is where I think Monty Ossenford is headed right now. I hope this is the case right here. Lining up right now, it demoralizes a human being. Well, so far, <laughs> on a the, football only, field. the only move they have made yet is to go all in on the offensive line. Yes. So. <laughs> it demoralizes a human being in between those white lines quicker than anything else will will demoralize a human being. Because you can't stop it. You line up and you get run over. It starts with your offensive linemen, Basinonians. And I've said this many times as well, but if you get enough dogs in a locker room, even the cats start barking. (laughs) And this guy is a dog, at least at the college level. Let's find out if he's a dog at the pro level. DJ Humphreys and hanging around DJ Humphreys will help him become that dog. Yeah. Maybe we'll hang around Kelvin Beecham, too. That probably won't hurt either. No, you have some personality you guys on that have a dog line. right there. Now, Will Hernandez. Yeah. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. We can go ahead and further this conversation when we come back because the Cardinals have four picks coming up tonight. So what will they do? What should they be doing? What positions should they target? We'll give you some of the best names available at those positions next. It's Wolf and Luke at Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, lots of moving parts here today, Wolf. This conversation we're about to have is the one I think you and I have been waiting all day to have. Yeah. But I just want to add this. Paris Johnson Jr., who we just heard the press conference right there, took that live. A lot of personality there. He's going to join us at 1 o'clock. Oh, that's so cool. So, we're yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to talk to him here. Paris Johnson Jr. Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, until then, though, why don't we talk about tonight and some of the players that are still available in this draft. Uh, the Cardinals pick 33rd overall, which is the second pick of the second round uh, coming up this evening. And then they have pick 81, 94, and 96 all in the third round as well. So, tonight... It'll be the Steelers picking at 32 and then the Cardinals right there at 33. So that's 
Wow. That's, um, there's a couple things you could do with that spot. I, I kind of hope they take a guy there, but usually those picks right at the top of, of day two get a lot of calls from teams. They're like, oh, I can't believe this guy's still available. Let's try yeah. to move up. Is there a name that jumps out to you of guys that are available? Because there's two, really, that jump out to me. <laughs> okay, there's two that jump out to you. Um, well, there's even a third, I would say. I understand there's a bigger need. There's a much bigger need for a corner. I understand there's a much bigger need for an edge player right now. I, I totally get that. But if I can just get super hyper greedy right now is the type of football I want to see played for the Arizona Cardinals going forward, I want one of two guys. Okay. Osiris Torrance. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Osiris Torrance, the guard from Florida, of course. Right? Yes, that's that's yeah, okay. And then Darnell Washington, the tight end from Georgia. <laughs> Right. I, I understand you took Trey McBride. I understand I'm not giving up on Trey McBride, but I understand you took him last year. Um, Darnell Washington is a stud tight end like you haven't seen in a long, long time. And I would imagine that you could also run a lot of 12 personnel out there on the field. JG said 12 or 13 is a matter of fact. My, my counter to that is it's tough to run 12 personnel when you're giving up 40 points because you have nobody left in your secondary. <laughs> but here, I will indulge you for a second. We've, we've talked a lot of Darnell Washington this week, but I'll play the draft capsule here for Osiris Torrance. Both these guys are still available. Osiris Torrance, guard, Florida. One of the beefier prospects in the NFL draft, his six foot five, three hundred pound frame doesn't stop Torrance from dominating in one on one matchups on the line. He was well disciplined in the 2022 season, penalty free in his senior year for the Gators, and against Jalen Carter and Georgia, he held his own. He is unable to bend and create proper leverage into contact and struggles to keep up with more athletic rushers, but his ability to read opposing defenses and make quick adjustments puts him among the top available linemen in this year's draft. NFL comp Miami Dolphins guard Robert Hunt. Oh, by the way, just so you know, he's also the most vicious human being in this draft. <laughs> Did they re- remix the Fletch music for the I, background to that? That was amazing. Honestly, right now, he may be a little stiff, but many times that stiffness, Basin Onions, allows you to drive somebody into the ground and hear him wheezing as you stand over him. <laughs> I'm just saying. This might be where if Wolf was the GM, they'd say, okay, Wolf, you go ahead and uh, take a break here at the start of the second round. Maybe, I mean, certainly if Osiris Torrance was there in the third round, right? Can you really take him at pick 33? Oh, my goodness. Um, Yeah, you could. If you you wanted to kill people, basically, (laughs) metaphorically speaking, of course, on the football field, if you wanted to, yeah, you'd take him at 33. Let me throw a couple names at you, okay? Okay. Um, one, I don't know that I would take at 33, but maybe if he's somehow there in the third and you haven't addressed the need, is Keely Ringo out of Georgia, okay. who has ties here. I've got no problem. But the, the two names that really stand out to me that are still available, and I think this one's the biggest one. We'll start right here. If he's there at 33, I'm probably just taking him. Joey Porter Jr., cornerback, Penn State. If the name sounds familiar, don't check your ears. Son of former pro bowler Joey Porter, his son is one of the most physical cornerbacks in this year's draft. Porter Jr. vaulted himself up with the top defenders in the country his last collegiate season, earning second-team AP All-American and first-team All-Big Ten by using his frame worthy of shutting down big physical receivers. He also used his strength to make receivers reroute and breaking up would-be catches. However, his lack of top speed and quick twitch reactions are part of his game that needs work. NFL comparison, Lions cornerback Amani Oruorie. 
<laughs> I didn't think he'd be there in the second round. I mean, somebody always drops. I don't yeah. think anybody thought Will Levis was going to be there in the second round. But uh, but Joey Porter Jr. is like, that's that fills a need, too. Yeah, and uh, once again, cornerback is one of the deeper positions in this year's draft. That's very interesting. There are some people who believe you might even be able to find a a starting corner in the third round. Yeah. If you can if you can believe that. Well, I mean if That's Ringo crazy. If Ringo would somehow drop there, the problem is the Cardinals don't pick early in the third round anymore. They don't pick till eight yeah, one. So right. they've got four picks tonight, which is great. And they have three of them jammed together between eighty one, ninety four, and ninety six. But after this second round pick, they're gonna have to wait a while. It'll be forty eight picks before their next pick. Let me throw one other name at you. Um, and maybe we'll meet in the middle on this one. I don't know if this is a guy you take early second or not, but how about uh, this character out of Wisconsin? Joe Tipman, center, Wisconsin. He has what one draft analyst calls weight room strength. He moves with fluidity on the block and can adjust to moving targets when he is in space. He's taller than your average center, but that isn't an immediate detriment. He remains in a strong enough position to neutralize the impending rush. If there are areas to improve, it would be his posture and to be tighter with his hands in protection. But his natural abilities make him a prime candidate to start in the NFL. NFL comp Packers offensive lineman Josh Myers. So uh, who couldn't improve their posture? Um, Joe Tipman. Uh, okay, you might be reaching a little bit in regard to um, high second round pick. Well, so let me say that. What if they did make another trade and you end up with, I don't know, a, an additional second next year and a lower second this year? I, that's yeah. where I think Tipman or Keely Ringo might come into play. Yeah, especially if you move D Hop for a second round pick. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I'm just saying right now, maybe that's what you're working on, right, Monty? <laughs> Um, I think that's a real possibility still. I, I, I have this feeling again. Um, Monty Ford says no, of course. He says DeAndre Hopkins is an Arizona Cardinal right now. Um, but I just don't know if he's posturing. I think he's, I'm more likely to say that he's posturing. He's letting anyone know that uh, you don't think we're going to do it. We'll do it. We're not going to take your, your sorry offer that you gave us right here. We're going to take that second-round pick, and you're going to like it. (laughs) Um, So I think that is still a possibility, and maybe you could get a Joe Tipman a little bit later in the second. Tipman, who, um, when we had A.Q. Shipley on earlier today, said that's his guy at center. He said Tipman, he said one other guy, but he said other than that, there's really only two centers that he really likes in this draft, and Tipman is pretty consistently the uh, the highest-rated center out there. I mean, that's a position of need, right? We just went through their offensive line before, and don't you feel pretty good about going left to right with D.J. Humphreys and Paris Johnson Jr., and then question mark, and then Will Hernandez and Kelvin Beecham, but right now, that question mark is the guy who snaps the ball to your quarterback. Yeah, I just, I love it. Um, if you're going to build this offensive line and you're going to fill it with dogs, based on means, I cannot tell you how that impacts everybody else, too. I was talking earlier about demoralizing the opponent when you can line up and run the ball the way the Philadelphia Eagles demoralize their opponent. It's the worst thing. It's the, it's the easiest way to get demoralized on a football field when you're trying to stop somebody else so you can't. You just can't. They're running over. They're literally running over you. That's what the game of football is all about. It's what it's always been about. They're running over you, literally. I, it starts up front, and so much of the time when you've got a great offensive line, it fills everyone else with a confidence. 
be honest, you want the Jack Coletto, Monte uh, Potterbaum, Derek Parrish. You want that list of the top fullbacks in the draft, right? Yeah, I'm looking at right here, courtesy yeah, let's of Mel go. Okay. Uh, all right, score the hottest ticket in town, Suns playoff tickets. Just text ticket to 620-620. Register and listen for your name starting next Wednesday during the 7 a.m., noon, and 5 o'clock hours for your chance to qualify for tickets to see the Suns take on the Denver Nuggets in round two. That's ticket to 620-620. When we come back, we'll be joined by Cardinals first-round draft pick Paris Johnson Jr. That's next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.